Hey. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of JHR Backstage, um, the lovely companion podcast to the main show, James Sus Rock, sure uh, that is now approaching 10 episodes already. What, 10? Yeah. For season four? Yeah, the last uh, episode that I think we just, we just recorded yes. would have been, I think, episode eight, so oh. this would be episode nine. Um, wow. Believe so. Jesus, Some, we're somewhere close to that, if not. Wow. Okay. Um, Interesting. But anyway, yes. uh, for today's topic, I was thinking we could kind of do a couple of different ones. Because yes. um, none of them are really enough to fill a whole half hour on their no. own. But no. um, the one that I would like to start with uh, is the genres that define us. And uh-huh. uh, to define that... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what I mean is, is the genres that we tend to flock to, like mm-hmm. the two of us, you, you and I, um, that we've stuck with our whole life or the ones that have like left our lives completely and we can't stand anymore or mm-hmm. like our guilty pleasures or something like that. You can go first if you'd like. <laughs> uh, I mean, sure. So I'll also talk about like um, the – well, I mean, I you guess can talk about the bands themselves too, if you want. While yeah. you're at it, um, so I would say that my style of music is definitely electronic. Mm-hmm. Um, it if it has a synth in it, you've pretty much sold me. Um, <laughs> like that's just a fact. Um, like I love a good drum line and like you know a good synth, and it's just. I don't know. Like, I, I guess to like put some bands to the genre, um, I like. Uh, I, I'll shout these guys out because I don't know how much attention they get. But Xenon, it's spelled X E N N O N. I might have heard of them, but only through you, right? Yeah, yeah. They they're uh, like a dark, distant world. I think is the name of their album. It is. So What's good. A dope album name. Oh my god, dude! The 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 album art for it, which yeah. is something I want to talk about later on this podcast, um, is album art stuff. But their album art for that is even cooler because yeah. it's like a Star Wars type. Like the whole album is like kind of based around Star Wars. Yeah, go ahead and look. Yeah, I'm gonna up. I'm gonna look it up. It looks really you can cool. you can keep talking while I look it up. Yeah, <laughs> um, but like vaporwave, electronic, like um, there was another word that. Uh, my roommate used to describe my taste in music, but you see it. Yeah. You had me, you had me listen to this cause I yeah. remember this album cover. You had me listen to this. I liked this a lot. Yeah. I, I liked that a lot. I love that band. And, um, I like, I think the, the eighties, um, definitely had a strong, has a strong influence in like the type of music that I like. And, yeah, because and it's funny because like all of my music is either like atmospheric or it's vaporwave or it's electronic music. Yep. And it's funny because the way that you described my music was like a weird mix between like <laughs> late 80s and like current day vaporwave and electronic fused together. And I found that to be very interesting because like that it's just it's interesting how like the Well, the, see it's mostly it's it's grouped in two groups. The actual '80s, yeah, and inspired by the '80s, yeah. <laughs> like, true, that's true. that's pretty much where you're at because yeah. it's like because even vaporwave and synthwave and stuff like that are synthwave, both mo- modern genres that are 80s. inspired by the '80s. Yeah, exactly. like, that's true. I either yeah. I fit one of those. Two yeah, '80s categories. are inspired by the '80s. <laughs> it's true. Um, but yeah, no, it's 
definitely electronic. I like. I mean, I have other. Obviously, I have, like. I like jazz a lot. <laughs> you like jazz? I really do. Actually, <laughs> I really, really like jazz and like lo-fi music. It's just so nice and relaxing. It's yeah. like some of my top genres. And it's funny because like I'll talk to uh, people and I'm like, oh, I really like listening to jazz, and they're like, they do exactly yeah. what you just did. They make that joke. And like, but it's funny because I don't find a lot of people that actively listen to jazz. But like, I appreciate jazz, but I don't actively actively listen to it, bro. Coffee house core all the way. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally my shit. I will look up like coffee house jazz. I used to do it all the time on my iPad in high school. <laughs> Just plug my headphones in, and be like, hell yeah, I'm sitting here <laughs> writing my script in my, in my <laughs> fake coffee shop in math class. It was awesome. Well, like, yeah, so if, if if you've listened to my music before and what and you everything will now just click um, if you didn't know that before. So, yeah, that's where a lot of my inspirations come from. So that's why a lot of my music sounds like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, James, tell us what genres are you? So for a very long time and it is still present, but. Uh, for a very long time, my my one and only was like late '90s into early 2000s pop punk, mm-hmm. um, and for like most of my conscious life, I only stuck to that. And I was such a little music elite elitist snob for like most of middle school and stuff like that, which I regret deeply now. But uh. Like I, I was one of those people that like hated anything mainstream or like mm-hmm. pop or anything like that mm-hmm. for like the longest time. Um, but yeah, no, I started out mostly from my mom playing it in the house mm-hmm. <laughs> with stuff like '90s and early 2000s pop punk. We're talking like Green Day and Blink 182 and Simple Plan and Yellow Card and All Time Low and right. like that whole group of people. Um, and I still listen to all of them, but in the last couple of years, especially since going into college and all that, where I have a whole lot more time on my hands to listen to music while I'm like on the train ride there or whatever, uh, I've run out of music, so I've just started kind of going anywhere. Right. And my music taste, especially in the last year, is all over the place now. Yeah, mine has uh, <laughs> mine has started scattering too recently. Yeah. So um, I definitely felt that the the newest genre in my arsenal at this rate is what I have self claimed as vibe pop. Yeah. Or like just vibe music in general. I think I know. And essentially what that boils down to is retail soundtrack. (laughs) Like the, the kind of songs you would expect to hear in a retail environment. Yep. Yeah. That's, I don't know what it is. They're just, it's the same effect that you were talking about with like the jazz of like, it's just so, unbelievably like happy and calming. Oh yeah. And which I know is why they play songs like that in stores to begin with. But yeah. like have I, so I work two retail jobs Yeah, <laughs> and now most of my music taste comes from either one of those. Yeah. You can catch me on my shift and maybe I shouldn't be admitting this publicly, but like people have seen me do it anyway. Yeah. You can catch me on my shift with like my phone out with Google, like, like shazamming the, it. Yeah. Shazamming it. Like trying to find <laughs> out what song it is. Like, That's um, but yeah, I've self proclaimed it as vibe pop. Cause I don't really know what else to call it it's that like slow mellow style pop music yeah um it also ties into instagram reels too that yeah. that that's the same kind of music that you see on instagram reels yeah. like the i uh, love that stuff i don't know what it is i've been obsessed with it over for so long now 
another genre that I'm really interested in, and th- I just I love the name that I've coined it, but it's convenience store core. Okay, which is essentially just like glorified elevator music. Yeah, like I'll give you the perfect example. Oh, I, the, I think I know exactly well, what you're talking about. More for the yeah. audience, but it's like if you've ever played um, Night of the Consumers. Like that yep. weird, like yeah, indie, yeah, yeah, that indie yeah, game, yeah. that indie, like quote unquote horror game of you working in a supermarket. The song that plays over the supermarket, <laughs> I have an like an hour long version of that <laughs> on my Spotify, and it's so simple, and it's just like a song that you would hear in like a cartoon's convenience store. Yeah, but for some reason. Music like that, yeah, it's just so, like no lyrics, just like yeah, oh, yeah. jamming. Yeah. Was like I was like I live for this oh yeah and it's so good so i know what you mean but it's like you hear it in a store and you're like man i just want to vibe to this yeah. um but i i call that convenience store core mm. so you call it retail <laughs> retail soundtrack retail soundtrack yeah, yeah. or just vibe pop vibe Either pop or. that's yeah, what vibe it was, pop. Yeah. yeah um but yeah that's been my recent love like i still listen to pop punk here and there but like i've just been all over uh vibe pop lately although for like most of late high school, I was into like hardcore into lo-fi and vaporwave, and I still kind of like vaporwave, but like not as much. <laughs> You've betrayed um, me. <laughs> well, like it's just not in my regular rotation. No, anymore. I yeah, no, I, yeah, uh, just... but I still respect the genre greatly. <laughs> you better. <laughs> um, I, I love that. Again, it's the same kind of thing. I just love vibing. Yeah, of course. Like music to me is just vibe. Like yeah. that—that's what it is. It's and vibe I, I, essence. Yeah. Um, and the more your song can make me vibe the better yeah um and lo-fi and synth pop and like trip hop and stuff like that can do that perfectly oh yeah like um i love those genres but yeah it's it's so funny to me because like and then like obviously i i went through a really big dubstep phase for a while really yeah which is actually what inspired dj witchcraft to begin with i love like dead mouse and marshmallow and daft punk and 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 stuff like that like i mean daft punk isn't really quite dubstep but still same point skrillex all of that kind of stuff like i, I do would like me some daft punk i would put daft punk more in electronica than yeah, dubstep those are two very why. different things like yeah, that would explain why i like uh punk. yeah D- dead mouse marshmallow and skrillex though those are dubstep i yeah. i love, i'm not as much into dubstep love that stuff or i did and i i still listen to it occasionally like ghosts and stuff yeah from dead mouse is like the best song ever <laughs> yeah like, I, i'm not i dubstep is okay but then like hard techno is all right too but like it's not it's something that is a little too too hard for me yeah um which it's the same thing as like the only genres i actively don't listen to are country and metal Mm-hmm. Um, I like every other genre. I'm pretty much fine with at this point. Yeah. Um, I used to not like rap. I've yeah. I've come I around love, from that. I love rap. Yeah. As long you gotta, as you, you find, gotta, yeah, I was gonna say, you find good rap. Yeah. You got to listen to the right rap. Yeah. Um, mumble, mumble rap. I believe. Is yeah. What mumble rap is I, what it was called. Yeah. Like I don't like mumble rap. Me either. It's not. Uh, no. Me either. But I, yeah. So rap to me stands out so much because of like the lyrics. Yeah, and like the flow of things, and like just the openness and mindfulness of of the music itself. So like mm-hmm. mumble rap took that and completely destroyed it. Yeah, I by would, just repeating simple fa- phrases, barely it is legible. Yeah, like, it's annoying as hell. I will say, uh, hero. 
Yep. Um, which we've me, who, who has been on the show and, yeah. and has been mentioned quite a bit. He got me back into listening to rap. Just I'm, because I'm going to correct you for his sake. And I, I even, MC. yeah, I, I yeah, was going to yeah. say, and I even made the same mistake in the last podcast episode. Hero the MC. Yeah. Uh, Spelled E M C E E. Yeah. Cause you gotta, you gotta, you gotta optimize those SEOs as we all know. Search, yeah, that's true. Search engine optimization. I know what that means. <laughs> which is why he changed from Hero, Hero the Rapper. To Hero the MC. Yeah, from Hero the Rapper to Hero the MC because it, it it made him show up a little bit better. Okay. Um, but My yeah. name shows up instantly. Well, yeah, because you have a very unique name. Yeah. So do I. Yeah. But, um, but yes, back to what you were saying. Yeah, yeah. I, I showed you him. Yeah, you did. <laughs> and got you back into the... Yeah, because he, he opened up... Because... And this is going to sound really silly, but the type of raps that he did was the types of rap that I would hear in, like, uh, the Sonic Adventure games. Yeah. Because well, I mean, so it, it rings true that Hero the MC does do primarily, like, he's very um, late 90s inspired, that, yeah, which that is sense. also the same time period the Sonic would be pulling it, from it for those kind of games. Yep, yeah. Because yep, they were yeah. made that time. Yeah, they were yeah. made in that era. So yeah. that I'm not saying that, yeah, I'm not saying he's yeah. doing Sonic rap. No, I'm, I, no saying, I'm more than well aware, but I was just yeah. explaining the connection for you if you hadn't put two and two together on that. Because, like, really, he's, he's influenced sense, heavily yeah. by, like, late 90s style rapping, which would have been around the same time that the Sonic games would have came out. So. All right, well, now I know what to search for. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's the thing is that those Sonic Adventure games and the Knuckles stages, they'd have, like... The, the the raps in those were like you know not always the best but like they were i yeah. liked them they were tolerable they had a really good flow and then i like as i grew older i started liking them a lot more and more and more and then you showed me hero the mc yep. and i was like ooh this is good <laughs> and like this is the exact same type of style and so now that i know that it's 90s yeah i can look my personal that. favorite of the modern era is definitely juice world um, he is, he's definitely the king in my eyes of the modern era of, of rap music. Cause I wouldn't, I would say post Malone's up there too, but I wouldn't even really call post Malone rap. <laughs> he's definitely got hip hop influences, but he has gone more into the rock side of things. Mm-hmm. Like he's more of a rock rap kind of thing now or rock hip hop kind of thing. Juice world is more what you would expect when I say rap. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, and I, I loved, um, his first album and then death race for love was pretty good. And then, um, the post humorous release, um, uh, legends never die was, was pretty solid as well. Although you can definitely tell the incompleteness of those songs. Um, but you know, he can't really do much on that note. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, rap, rap is a big, is a big one for me recently. And that, that's really thanks to a great friend of mine that I met sometime mid mid high school. Uh, she's the really big reason that I got back into rap because I, I had, I did like like the the classics, if you will, like Dre, Dr. Dre, and and Snoop Dogg and and Biggie Smalls and Tupac and all the like the people from the East Coast West Coast kind of idea, um, but I hadn't really put too much thought into it, and I I kind of had given up on rap because of mumble rapping, and I hadn't really taken the time to realize that there were still good rappers. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and, and sh- th- this one wonderful friend opened my eyes back up to that. Uh, the only genre that I don't listen to on a regular basis is country, yeah, but I have either. nothing against classic country like Johnny Cash and stuff like that. There are some songs that are okay, yeah. but I just, at this point I'm like, eh, yeah. it's not my See, thing. 
I think you need to listen to some actual country because the the country that you hear on the radio is is a subgenre known as stadium country, right? Which, which is a pop infused yeah, country. Yeah. Uh, if you listen to Taylor some Swift. actual, <laughs> I think well. Early Taylor Swift, and yes, that was stadium. That was stadium country. That's what I'm saying, yeah, yeah, very early. T- like that's fearless. Like the original album was that. Mm-hmm. But no, I, like you need to listen to some actual country, which is more like Johnny Cash and stuff like that, and people from his era. Um, I'm not saying you'll love it, but I think you'll just appreciate the genre a little bit more. Probably like yeah. that. That's more of my goal, not to like. Oh, you need no, to listen no, to yeah, country. Yeah. It's just more like if you want to appreciate the genre more than you do. You should go back to the actual country singers. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like, um, like rap. Yeah, like rap. Yeah. yeah. I um, think the only one that I'm still hesitant with is, oh my God, what is it? Metal? When, no, no, no. Because oh. even I can get over metal sometimes just because yeah. it's funny to listen to sometimes. I just me. I just know that's not a big one for you. That's why I no, said it. No, my brother likes rock and metal and all those stuff. Yeah. And like we share some music interests, which is good, but... Um, Metal definitely is one of my genres, but like even if I have to listen to it, I'll find yeah. the humor in it because <laughs> it's funny. Um, but it's like I forget what it's called, but it's like when it's just the person and an acoustic, so like singer songwriter, singer. There's like a term. Like there like is folk, a, yeah, or folk like works, American yeah. Something. There, I, I usually just call it singer songwriter. Yeah, it's though. Unless it depends on how it's done. Like when Bo Burnham did um, uh, that funny feeling, I liked that. Yeah, but usually I'm not a fan of that genre, depending on what the song is about. I've yeah. grown more appreciative of it now. Yeah, um, but that was another one that I'm like, eh. I think the, it's called folklore. No, that's something folk, completely different. Folklore is the name of a Taylor Swift yeah, album. That's something, else. and just a general term for yeah or something else. urban legends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> uh, metal is one of those genres where like live metal is fantastic mm-hmm. and even more importantly metalheads are like the best people i've ever met in my life they are all the most kindest per- people i've ever met which is the exact opposite of what you would expect from something like a metalhead well it's interesting but, because they aren't like cuz like the general public yeah. likes a certain type of music metal isn't really in that no it it's isn't, more no. of like a not a niche thing but it's more yeah. of like more specific yeah. audiences oh, yeah. like that and it's just interesting because well you know where all their aggravations going <laughs> so i mean yeah. no wonder they're so nice yeah. because they've got they can take out their aggravations somewhere else yeah. but and, as 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 far as like listening to metal on a regular basis goes the only metal that i really listen to is like Metal that's been infused with other genres, right? So like, I can't, I don't really like straight metal all that much when I'm not just seeing it live. Like I'm talking just listen to it casually. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like just straight metal all that much, but like people like Volbeat and and stuff like that that are kind of like a, a rock metal, right. like a little bit slower, a little bit more calm, <laughs> yeah. more lyric and in- intensive. I like that a lot. Um, I also like the alternative genre a lot. Alternate, yeah, nineties yeah. and and early two thousands alternative is great. Like, I love that string of of like in the like pretty much throughout the whole nineties. I love that giant string of alternative bands that were one hit wonders. Yeah. Like all of those one hit wonders are fantastic. So like yeah. No Rain by Blind Melon or um, Flagpole Sitter by Harvey Danger. 
Like all a, of these songs, you'll probably know if I play them for you. Probably, yeah. But because uh, they're radio wonders, like they were, ra- they're on the radio every other song. Just no one knows the name of the song or the artist because they literally released that one song and maybe one album and then disappeared forever. Yeah, it's just <laughs> funny because like every time I look, I was like, oh, what genre is the song? And it's like alternative, and I was like, what is okay? What does that mean? So alternative kind of means that you do whatever you want or like you switch between a bunch of things which yeah, is why it's, really i can fit. alternate between oh, like okay. rock or like pop or whatever like it kind of just goes wherever it pleases that's kind of what alternative is that makes sense yeah and so like a lot of things can be put under alternative and like you usually it's paired with another thing like rock alternative or punk alternative or pop alternative kind of thing like yeah. it's it's based in rock but it can kind of go wherever. Yeah. Like yeah. that, that's what that means. Interesting. Um, yeah. Huh. But, um, yeah, and no, I do love alternative and stuff like that. And, and like I said, a lot of those like hate me by blue October, like all that whole, the, throughout the whole decade of the nineties, it was the, it was the era of the one hit wonder where bands would release one song that was like on the radio every five seconds yeah, yeah. and then disappear into obscurity for the rest of their existence. Yeah. But they'd make cash off royalty. Yeah. Depends on the contract. they Well, signed. yeah, that's also true. Yeah. A lot of bands don't make any royalties on any of that kind of stuff because of really bad contracts that were signed. Yeah. Or like their, their discographies aren't even owned by them. Which yeah. is is a big one in the music industry. Uh, like I know Paul McCartney's been in court for years now trying to get the Beatles catalog back in his control. Because <sighs> um, right now Sony Music owns it. Um, but yeah, Sony Music owns the Beatles library at the moment. Interesting. Um, okay. And uh, the biggest hurdle from the one article I've read on it is. Um, so obviously John Lennon has passed, mm-hmm. uh, but his name is on everything. So he also has to be present <laughs> in the fight for, well. the, for the thing. <laughs> well, so like the the it can then go to his estate or whoever owns all of the things that his name was on, which in this case is Yoko Ono, uh, who hates Paul McCartney oh. and like the entire idea of the Beatles. So like she refuses from what I've read and this was a couple of years ago, so I might not be remembering everything perfectly. She refuses to cooperate with Paul to try and get to like, to get John, John Lennon's in air quotes signature on everything right, yeah. <laughs> to try and pull all the rights back from Sony. So he's kind of fighting it by himself, even though it technically has to be the two of them. Right. But, um, or whoever owns the rights, which in this case is Yoko Ono, but right. Yeah, it's 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 a shame because a lot of bands like that fell into that because in the in the guise of wanting to be famous, they forgot to you know hire a lawyer to actually read their contracts. <laughs> read the fine print, ladies and Cause, gentlemen. Because I think my so my mom just read Keith Richards' book. He's the guitarist for um, Rolling Stone, mm-hmm. uh, and he said throughout like the Rolling Stones' heyday between paying insane taxes in the UK because they were like horrible for performance taxes or whatever it was yep. uh, between the, the absolute terrible royalties you got and all of the taxes that they paid for like to do a tour. They only walked away with like, I think it was only like a couple thousand dollars or a couple wow. thousand pounds. Like, right. yeah, wow. <laughs> like, uh, like almost nothing like yeah. for what you would expect. Like, <laughs> Jesus. Um, which is just insanity to me. Yeah. Like, but yeah, um, the reason I don't like metal all that much to go back to what we were talking about before that little tangent, right? Uh, is I'm a big sucker for production value, mm-hmm. and metal to me only certain metal doesn't apply to this. But metal to me, for the most part, sounds like someone recorded it on an eight track 
videotape recorder in the middle of their garage with no mic set up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and like that bothers me beyond means because I'm a sucker for that production value. Oh, yeah. Like, um, I sent you a song the other week that literally sounds like it was produced in like a cinematic, yeah, like music room. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, like, I'm, it sounds like, um, What's his name? Owl City made it. Yeah, and I was like, "Jesus!" <laughs> like I lo- like I love Owl City yeah. so much. Me I, too. Whoever this new guy is, I love him too. And so it's just so I'm just like, "Wow!" Like this sounds really like. Do you remember cinema- the name of the band? The new dude. Um, I remember the song. The song was called "I Hear a Symphony." Ah. I can't remember. Did you send name. that to me a while ago? I did. I sent you two different versions. One was instrumental. One was um. Ah, yes, I do yeah. remember that. I didn't get a chance to listen to it yet, yeah. but yeah. Um, it's, listen to like, the one with lyrics. It's so the cool. only reason I say what was the name of the band again is because Adam Young, the person behind Owl City, goes under like six different monkeys. Does he? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Um, so it might be him. It just, might be him. It just, sounds exactly just, just like Just hiding him. under a different name because yeah. I know he, rele- he used to release stuff uh, under the name Swimming with Dolphins. Mm-hmm. And then he was a he was a founding member and a, a, uh, recorded I think an album or two with a band called Windsor Airlift, mm. which is also still going just without Adam. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then obviously he's still doing Owl City Cinematic. Only just came out a couple. Of, wow, actually, you know what? That was 2018. So it's been about three years already since the last Owl City album. Cody Fry. Cody Fry. Okay. Yeah. I think I've heard of him. Outside of that I, one song, that I name think sounds he's familiar. Been making rounds recently, but I just yeah. I found that one song and I was like, "You sold me. I like this song." <laughs> I have to listen to his other stuff, but like I'm gonna I have, have to redig up that, that link song. you sent me. Yeah, because uh, I remember you sending it to me now. Now that you mentioned you sent an instrumental and an actual version, because isn't it for that project we're working on in about a month? Yes. Isn't that what you sent it for me? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I do remember that text now. Yeah, but um, I may change the song we used that project, but that, I remember the original idea i had for that yeah was that song but i might change it but yeah. yes it was that song yeah um but yeah i i don't really have a bias towards any any particular genre anymore i used to for a really long time like i said i used to be a little elitist snob throughout middle school and early high school and then was like wait that's very closed-minded and like that closes me off to so much music yeah. <laughs> like um because like you know you can you can listen to the stuff you love all uh a ton but you're gonna get tired of it at some point. You have mm. to move on to something else. It's true, like, yeah. or at least distract yourself from it for long enough. Yeah, that you want to go back to it again. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's countries still like stadium country specifically is the only one I still have not gotten over yet. Yeah. Oh, and um, um, I can't, I can't remember the name of the genre now, but it's that um. I oh, like, I think it's called trap music or something like that. It, it's like yeah. the it's the the Nicki Minaj's and stuff of the world, mm. like or Cardi B or something yeah, like that. I, don't like I despise that type of music yeah. because there's literally, and I'm sorry for the six different songwriters that are on one song on the album and the seven different producers that had to make it happen. I'm sure you're all talented individually, but it should not take six songwriters and seven producers to get a song that has three lines of lyrics throughout the whole thing. <laughs> like, I don't even. 
That's I'm not naming awful. any specific songs, but that's pretty much how that whole industry goes. That's <laughs> like stupid. You look at the credits to any of those kind of albums, and it's like, oh, look, there's 17 producers on this album, like, cool, yeah. and four different, four to five different songwriters on every single song. Like, God, Jesus Christ. Um, like, I can understand that for my industry, which is like the animation industry, yeah. not the music industry. Well, yeah, like. Obviously, in other trades, they're all like music. Even is a collaborative trade. No, it, it's, it's just, a collaborative trade, but not seventeen yeah, on one. Especially for like thing. the end result. Yeah, <laughs> most of the time, it's like you're telling me it took you all of you to produce that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, that's what I'm um, saying. Not not for like one song. Yeah, or like you know. Yeah. It's, no, I know it's a collaborative effort. Yeah. I know that, but not like that. It's just one of those things, like, I hate the idea of just, like, throwing a pretty face with some auto-tune and then calling it a musician. Yeah. Like, that's that's a lot of artists in the modern society, and I hate... Sadly, and I yes. ha- I hate to see I hate to say that because it's being very judgmental to maybe a few of the people that I've mislabeled as such. I'm sure there, but, are, I'm sure there are people in the world who actually like the music. Oh, there are plenty. Yeah, but it's just... Our, the sad fact of life is that... Um, if you are attractive and can sing a little bit, then that that's that's enough. Like <laughs> music won. <laughs> Here's your trophy. You won music. Yeah, congratulations. You yeah. Can, you sped run music. Like yeah, yeah. Music. You sped run being, being a, a musician. musician. Speed run. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> your genetics and yeah, genetics. One of the <laughs> yeah, one of the people that I want to look into because like. I don't know if it's just one of those situations mm-hmm. or if it's an actual talented musician. And I don't really want to make a judgment until I actually listen to it. Is sure. Olivia Rodrigo. I don't know who that is. She, she got really super famous off being tic- a TikToker yep. uh, that sang music and then like got an actual record deal. Mm-hmm. And she just released her first album like not too long ago. Yep. And like, I'm super curious. <laughs> like, because it seems like one of those type of artists where like, Six All, different, yeah, like, it's like six different producers on on one song for okay. no reason. But like, um, I want to listen to it because I'm I'm so curious. Because yeah. like, she just kind of popped up out of nowhere, and I just heard that she was from TikTok, which, oh you know, boy. whatever, whatever. Like <laughs> yeah. that's a like, it's, it's just the media of the new generation. I'm right, not going to understand yeah. it. But like, I'm I've, on I've it become old understand. already. I'm on like, it and I don't understand it. I didn't even want one. I just yeah. like I caved. Yeah, I still like, haven't. And I, I, I. It's not that I refuse to anymore. I just literally have no interest in it. Yeah, no. Um, I don't. It's even, one of those things even, where <laughs> I don't use it to watch videos. I yeah. only use it to create. Yeah. That's it. Any anything worth me watching will break containment onto another platform. Yeah, that's essentially how that'll go. Yeah. Um. It's like fine, but yeah, that's about time for yeah. us. Oh, we're um, supposed to talk about album art. We'll talk. Yeah, about that we'll talk next about time. that next week. Yeah, um, that'll that'll be next week's yeah uh, topic of discussion. But thank you guys all so much for listening. Uh, we'll be right back here in the studio with you guys next week. Um, check out the main episode that will more than likely come out alongside this podcast. Uh, and uh, thank you guys all so much. Thank you guys. See you later. Peace.